The Side Piece A novel by J.M. Vela Narrated by Dr. Joe Vio Chapter 11 Chase read the message on his iPhone. I'm here. You on way? He smiled and texted back. Be right over. He pulled his sport coat from the hat rack in his private office and struggled to get his arms through the sleeves while rushing out the door. H&A's receptionist chuckled as he ran past her desk. You're in a hurry. I've got a hot prospect, Betty. He yelled over his shoulder. See you tomorrow. Chase hopped into his BMW and broke land speed records to get across town to the Ramada Inn. He left his car with the valet and walked briskly past the reception desk to the elevator, slapping the button impatiently to get to the third floor, room 319. Once there, he knocked three times. Who's there? Shanta called playfully. Room service, he replied in a comical falsetto. Shonda unlocked the door and laughed at the sight of him, red-faced and slightly winded from his rush over. That was quick. I'm not one to leave a lady waiting. He looked her over, admiring her ample curves under the clingy black dress. He pulled her toward him and, stepping through the door, slammed it behind him. Take that off, he demanded kissing her neck and shoulders. On one condition, she teased. You turn off that cell phone. Not just silence. Turn it fully off. I don't want any interruptions from your office or anyone else. He grinned, held the iPhone up so she could see, and powered it off. There, no distractions. I'm all yours until tomorrow morning. He tucked the phone in his coat pocket and threw it over the sofa. Tomorrow? Really? Don't you have to be home for dinner? Not tonight. Marianne's taking the kids up to visit her parents. They usually spend the night. Lucky me, lucky you, she whispered huskily as she pulled the black jersey off her shoulders, revealing her round, pendulous breasts. He reached out to cup one with his hand and the other with his mouth. Hello, dear. It's Mother, the voicemail said. I'm so sorry, but your dad and I will need to cancel our plans. Your father just tested positive for the COVID and needs to... What's that word, George? Quarantine, said the deep rattling voice in the background. Your father needs to quarantine on account of the COVID. He's fine, don't worry. Just a little cough, a little fever, and some aches and pains. He's fine. I honestly don't know what all the fuss is about. Hannity says it's all a hoax, you know. I hope you get this message. Call me back. Marianne covered her mouth, feeling a bit of a panic. Her parents were in their 80s and spent most of their time in the company of misguided conspiracy theorists who refused to wear their mask or get vaccinated. Her dad was a chain smoker who ignored the emphysema diagnosis. He would be a prime target for an aggressive virus that attacked lung function, 
She picked up her cell phone to call her mother. Hello? Mom, it's Marianne. Oh, hi, dear. Did you get my message? Yes, is Dad okay? Has he seen a doctor? He did, yes. He thought it was the emphysema. They forced him to take one of those tests and said he had the COVID. He is mad as a hornet, I'm telling you. He was looking forward to spending time with J.C. and Jack, and you, of course. I'm so sorry. It's okay, Mom. Just make sure Dad follows the doctor's instructions, okay? We'll come see you when his quarantine is up. Make sure you get yourself tested, too, and don't go anywhere. Oh, I've already had the COVID. It's just a flu. Eleanor from my bunko group died last week, but she drank like a fish. Bad liver, you know. The COVID is just fake news. If you get run over by a train, the liberal media and Joe Biden will find a way to blame it on the COVID. Okay, Mother, just call me if Dad gets any worse, okay? I will. Marianne ended the call. The change of plans had opened the day. Janie, Jack, do you want to go swimming at the club before dinner? The twins came running enthusiastically down the stairs, clutching their swimsuits. Are Grammy and Grampy going to swim with us? asked Jack. No, Grampy isn't feeling well, so we'll have to visit with them on another day. We have the whole day to ourselves. Hey! yelled J.C. Can we watch a movie? Can we watch Frozen too, Please, Mommy. Sure, but let's get some exercise and fresh air first. I'll tell you what, we can have dinner at the club. The twins jumped in place in anticipation of chicken tenders and cabana fries. Marianne would enjoy a night off of meal prep and a couple of martinis. The three gathered their beach towels, rash guards, and flip-flops and took off down the street for the short walk to Club Greenhaven. It was only 3.30. There was still plenty of sunshine to enjoy before dinner. Marianne stretched out languidly on the chase lounge within view of the pool, while the twins hurriedly kicked off their flip-flops and jumped in to join the other children playing in the water. She picked up her cell phone to text Chase. Change of plans. My dad has COVID, so we are staying home. See you tonight, XOXO. She didn't expect a response, as Chase rarely responded to personal calls or texts during business hours. She looked up from her phone to see a group of adults clustered around the opposite edge of the pool. J.C. was running toward her. She shouldn't run like that. She could slip and fall. Mama, come quick! Jackie won't wake up! I think he drowned! Marianne looked at her daughter, momentarily not fully registering. What? Where's Jack? He's drowned, Mama. Come quick. J.C. pulled frantically at her mother's arm. Oh, my God, she whispered, and ran behind her daughter to the cluster of onlookers. A siren was roaring in the distance. A young man in red swim trunks was turning Jack to his side and holding him steady while his little body jerked uncontrollably. Are you his mom? he asked. Does he have epilepsy? This looks like a seizure. Marianne shook her head frantically. She was struggling not to hyperventilate. Oh, God, is he okay? 
He may have swallowed some water, but it looks like a seizure. He calmly rubbed Jack's back. There, you see, he's starting to come to. Jack opened his eyes and immediately started to cry. Mama, I don't feel good. His body was still tremoring. It's okay, baby. You're okay. She got down on her knees and leaned over him to brush the wet hair away from his face. Jacy hovered in the background, standing with her hands on her hips. You dummy, Jack! You drowned! Why didn't you hold your breath like I showed you? Take it easy on your brother, kid, said the young lifeguard. He couldn't help this. But he's lucky we got him out of the pool when we did. He gently picked up Jack's now limp body and laid him on an empty chase, waving to the paramedics who were rushing across the club grounds toward the pool. He looked at Marianne. He's going to be okay. They'll take him to the hospital to get him checked out. Marianne took a deep breath to try to compose herself as the paramedic strapped her son's tiny body to the gurney. May his sister and I ride with him. The paramedic waved them on, and the two climbed into the ambulance, sitting on either side of Jack while he slept soundly through the wild ride to the hospital emergency room. Is he okay? she worried. He's going to be fine, assured the paramedic. It's normal to go into a steep sleep after a grand mal seizure. The little dude's body just went through an electrical storm. Marianne pulled her iPhone out of her purse. I need to call his dad. The paramedic nodded as she called Chase's number. It went straight to voicemail. Chase, call me right back. Jack's had a seizure. I need you to meet us at... She looked anxiously at the paramedic. Where are you taking him? Mercy General, ma'am. Meet us at Mercy General. Please hurry. She hung up and looked at the paramedic with desperation. Are you sure he's all right? He may have a little fluid in his lungs, but we can deal with that. He's breathing steadily now. When the ambulance pulled up to the hospital, the emergency room staff ran out to attend to Jack. Marianne stepped out of the vehicle to try calling Chase's office line. Betty wasn't very helpful, murmuring something about her boss rushing off to meet a client. No, there were no appointments on his calendar. No, she didn't expect him back. Oh.